Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. That's where all of the information lies, by the way. If you go to JackieCation.com, you can link to my AllThingsComedy.com page, uh, which has the Dork Forest. Uh, or you can go to the Dork, or DorkForest.com, which goes right to All Things Comedy. Anyway, you can get the show on iTunes. You can stream it uh, over the interwebs. You can get an app. We got those apps still going on, even though Libsyn is just publishing the uh, the bonus content. Just knock yourself out, tdf.libsyn.com. Anyway, the Dork Forest is an exciting safe space for everyone who wants to talk about their weird thing that they like a lot. Uh, and it's not weird. That's what's the great thing about the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I'm your host. I do stand-up comedy at JackieCation.com. You can watch me do stand-up comedy live in front of you if you're going to be somewhere. Like, I don't know, Texas. I'm going to San Antonio. I'm going to Oklahoma. Uh, I'm going around. I'll be around is what I'm saying. I live in Los Angeles. I perform there a great deal. I'm doing the L.A. Podcast Festival in October. If you go to LAPodcast.com, you can probably get tickets to that down Santa Monica. I'm doing the New York Podcast Festival in January, and I'm trying to get fancy guests. May not happen. May just be me with the ding, and that'll be fine. That's good times. Okay, in other news, uh, this month's episodes are sponsored by... Society of the Spectacle, who gave me free glasses. And uh, they're really super cool glasses. They are two-toned and very glamorous. And Society of the Spectacle is an eagle rock. Say hi to Katie and Amy when you go in and uh, and say, hey, Jackie loves her glasses. And uh, Society of the Spectacle, by the way, is a 1967 French communist tome that they named their glasses store after. That makes them the coolest people ever. So if you're ever in Eagle Rock and need glasses, go to the Society of the Spectacle. In other news, you can just donate. Just donate to the show because I'm working over here and everyone should give me $100 a year. And if you don't have $100 a year, you should give me $8 a month forever. What the heck? And then everyone would then give me $100 a year and I would be better. Uh, you can also order merch. T-shirts, CDs at JackieCation.com, and there's an Amazon banner. If you just click on the Amazon banner and do what you normally do, which is order crap from Amazon, I get a kickback. Uh, wow, that was two minutes of nonsense. Let's just get to my guest, Brandy Posey. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Your glasses do look really great. I Are, was going to cool, say something right? about it when you came in. Yeah, they're they're good. They're hipper than I need. Quite honestly, things they work, are they work for your face the, though. Yeah, they're they're good because they're they're like the thick black frames, but yeah. they're not. Like too obnoxious. Like they're not. They're not obnoxious. Right. They're good. Yeah. They and yeah. she. I mean, the, Katie was like, "Let's try on another pair." And I was like, "Really?" Like, no, don't. We're, let's yeah. just. Why don't we just try on three pairs and then I'll pick one of those three? And yeah. she's like, "Ah, uh, no." Yeah. And so we kept going. <laughs> and we we picked a very nice. And I really do love them. They're yeah. kind of cool. And no, nice. Kira Sultanovich today was telling me that they're very hip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well." That seems a waste, but no, let's do it. They're hip, but they're not like overly hip, and I like that. Oh, you nice. Know? Yeah, right. no, they're, they're yeah, good. Cause those sometimes, look like I'm trying. No, 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 because some people have the ones that take up a third of their entire face, and it's right. like, you don't need to see that much. I wore those in <laughs> real time back in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Brandy Posey, it's at Brandazzle mm-hmm. on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yep. And you do the stand-up comedy. I with do. The talking and the, and, the, and the funny. Yep. And it's very exciting. As much, as much funny as I can muster at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Do the comedy. I also have a podcast called Lady to Lady, too. That's right. So. I have been on Lady to yeah. Lady. A live yeah. Lady to yep. Lady. Yep. 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 And that's what it was at, Lady to Lady.com or something? Uh, Lady to Lady Comedy.com. And then okay. we're on iTunes and Stitcher and Libsyn and everything this. I'm on. Everything everyone's on. We're on a thing called Audio Boo too, which is like a UK thing. We, we have, may not be on that. We have two followers. Uh, <laughs> we have the two followers. Two followers. I just made a Pandora station. Oh yeah. I was told to make a Pandora station of huh. my own comedy, which I thought, well, that seems promotional. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's weird about Pandora. Only my new album, the Bread album, yeah. is on there. Mm-hmm. The previous album, Circus People, not, not on there. And, yeah. And so I emailed Pandora, and I was like. Hey, you told me to do this thing, but my other album isn't on there. You yeah. might want to add it on there. Get with it. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. have I just have a uh, my track from the the Holy Fuck album is the only track of mine that's on Pandora. Excellent. And it's funny because the tags that are on it are like yelling, ranting feminism. <laughs> I'm like, oh well, I've just been summed did everyone, up. Did everyone okay, like thanks. my track? I take it because I like some yelling, ranting feminism. Who doesn't? Yeah, I was like, maybe put funny on there too, you guys. Right, right. Why don't we keep keep keep, keep talking? Yeah, let's make it sound like it's like I'm entertaining to listen to. Right, okay. Exactly. In addition, yeah. in addition to my political agenda. Yeah. Uh, the money from that serious all the time, but sure, whatever. Right, right, exactly. And I asked, I said, what? Um, speaking of serious, yeah. Uh, I said, what do you, uh, what do you like as a, as a, as a dorkdom? And you were like, ska music. Mm-hmm. And I said, is that that hippie, uh, stoner thing? And I got a very stern, <laughs> what happened to safe space here? Oh man. Uh, these are not those people. The ska music. Ska kids are, and no matter how old you are, you were always a ska kid. That's okay. just what happens. When was it invented? Uh, well, there's three different kinds of ska music. First wave, uh, two tone, second wave, and then third wave. Okay. Uh, started in like the fifties. Uh, first wave, second wave kind of came back in like th- in Britain in like the seventies, and the third wave started late eighties. It became really popular in the nineties. Is it British origin? Um, ska it, mostly Jamaican, kind of British. Okay, yeah, like the um, it comes from. I, I, yeah, there are buildings full of things I don't know about <laughs> ska music. So let's go there. Most people don't know anything about it, and this is the thing: ska music is like the one kind of music that everybody everybody makes fun of all the time. Like more so people think that everyone just shits on country music. That's not true. Like right. some people are like, Oh, you know, I like it. And it's like, Oh, well, I guess, you know, there's good country music, right. you know, like, Oh, there's always Johnny cash. And, but nobody, it, if you, everyone refuses to admit, unless you're a Scott kid, that there is good Scott out there. Well, now what is. is the difference? And I'm, I'm jumping ahead of course, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. that between, um, that and reggae. Um, reggae actually kind of came from first wave Scott music. Okay. It's more, it's, Ska was originally kind of on like the twos and four, like a a basic measure of music has four beats. Okay. Uh, and like the downbeats are usually on like one and three. And on okay. Ska, they're on two and four. So it's kind of like oh closer to like kind of like almost like an oompa beat almost like ba, da, 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 as opposed okay. to da, 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 da. What about, what about salsa? It, because it I had a salsa dork on and she was talking mm-hmm. about how she is, uh, mm-hmm. she's in on the two. Yeah. She's a salsa dancer on the two. Mm-hmm. And so I bet you some ska is used in some salsa. I dancing. wouldn't be surprised. It's, um, because the, if it's a two four. Yeah. The most, the thing that kind of distinguishes it from even things like, uh, especially in third wave, like pop punk or, 
you know, just punk in general is mm-hmm. that you tend to have horns in ska music. So oh. it is a much more musical thing, like your trumpets and your trombones and your saxophones. So oh, there's usually a small band happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Most ska bands are four or five pieces at the minimum. I mean, I've seen bands that are 12 pieces. <laughs> like, okay. It's like 12 guys on stage and you're like, none of you are getting paid. <laughs> right, you're splitting $200 yeah. for 12 of you. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> and your bar tab. Yeah. But, so what's the, what's the scoop on the, in the fifties? So what happens? Um, it, it kind of started when, when radio in Jamaica started becoming a thing. It, uh, just, they, they were looking at like a, like some rock and roll and they just kind of just, Decided to just shift everything a beat down. And they okay. it came from like Jamaican musicians that would, um, they wanted something kind of, uh, mellow to be playing in the background while they were like basically doing their bits in between songs. And that's kind of where like the original ska kind of started coming from. Wait, they would talk? Yeah. They would just talk and kind of mess with each other over ska music. It's a very irreverent, um, genre of music. And I'm always surprised that more comedians aren't into it. Especially, yeah, like most ska musicians are actually huge comedy fans. They're huge comedy dorks. Okay, so who are the original ska, like the big names in ska in the 50s? Like, are there? uh, the Scottalites, like, the it, they're kind of That's like a... the first one. Uh, old ska bands are really funny because they have ska in the title. <laughs> like, mo- right. most, most of them have like a really... Hence the mocking. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're really... Their but names cool. are, are, they're just as punny as like improv troops, basically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where you're like, is this a ska band or is this a, okay. That's not, it's a ska band. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Scottalites. Mm-hmm. The Scottalites okay. are like your original, like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a third wave is kind of where I, um, right. Cause you know, I, I was a baby and then like a right. kid in the nineties. So that right, was right. kind so of you've my... done some historical scout. Yeah. You came up mm-hmm. with the last way. Yeah. And exactly. That's what... So the Scottalites are like Grandmaster Flash yeah. kind of of hip hop. Exactly. They're okay. like your original, like the forefathers. And then there's reggae kind of came out of, of that. And then two tone came around in the seventies in Britain. That's where like the specials and madness. Okay. And, um, that was actually more of like a, do, do you know either one of them? I don't all? know either of them. Oh, man. I'm going to make you a mixtape after Please this. make me a mixtape and make it a tape happen. so that I can yeah. find my tape deck <laughs> somewhere buried in one closet. I'm going to make you an eight track. Maybe please do. If you could find uh, a way to make vinyl and, yeah. uh, and I can find me a close and play. I know that it's back, but I don't have yeah. a turntable. I don't, I don't, I don't And I certainly either. don't have two turntables, yeah. but I have a microphone. So yeah, go. but Make me, yeah, make me some sort of a okay. mix CD. I yeah. love that. Okay. It's, I think Bronger did that one time. Mm-hmm. He brought me over and he gave me, it was him and somebody else, 200 songs. Don't oh, do wow. it. Don't do it. No, 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 Guess no. Guess who's no, not no. listening to more than no. three? This no. one right here. No, 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 no. What, here's what I recommend. Anyone uh-huh. wants to make me a mixed, <laughs> a mixed CD or a mixed anything? Uh-huh. Eight songs. It's a good, that's a solid sampling. That's a solid sampling. Uh, mm-hmm. Murray Valeriano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valerio. Yeah, Valeriano. Yeah. He, um, I've historically mispronounced it. So I've known him for at least 10, 12 years. Yeah. So, but he did a U2 CD for uh-huh. me with 77 songs. He gave me a, a, it was a memory stick. Oh wow. Too many, too no, many. No, that's songs. too much. That, yeah. Even in my favorite bands, I don't have 72 of their songs downloaded. Oh, I, exactly. So, so I would yeah. love, I would, the specials yeah. and mm-hmm. what's the, the specials, other? madness are kind of like the big two tone kind of bands. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, you probably know special songs when you hear them. You'll be right. like, Oh, I've heard that in movies a million times. Okay. It, they're two town. It's, it's very good, perfect background party music. It's like, it's, right. it's like, oh, this is fun. We're in a good mood. And like, you can listen to it actively, but it is like, there's something about like things being on the two and four that just make it a little bit more laid back. And you're like, yeah, no, I can just. 
you could dance to it, you yeah. could talk to it, you could chill out. Yeah, like I'm not okay. gonna, I'm not gonna just be on a phone in a corner with this music. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will be, this is not my sad sack music. Yeah. I will cry too. That yeah. is Harry Chapin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I have always said that if more people listen to ska music, I think there would be less wars in the world. Like it really is one of those things. It just makes you really happy. For real. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I legitimately believe that. <laughs> okay. Cause some people say that about pot and some people say that about reggae. Yeah. But for real, you think that it's I've, just more, it's fun. Yeah. I think it's really fun and it really, the genre does not take itself seriously. Okay. Which is why I think it gets ridiculed too, because you know, people aren't, you know, just, we're like, yeah, no, we we get it. We make like Scott Scott kids and bands make fun of themselves all the time. They're very self deprecating in a lot okay. of their stuff, especially like third wave. Okay, you know the big third wave bands are um, uh, things like Real Big Fish, Less Than Jake, Mighty Mighty Boston's. Uh, no doubt, when it first came out, their first album was a Scott album. Okay, the first couple of I've albums. heard of I've heard of them and I've heard, I've heard, heard of the Boston's. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The Boston's were in Clueless. That's kind of everybody's big like. Oh, they do the two songs. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the, whenever there's whenever mm-hmm. uh Carrie Brownstein was talking about punk music and mm-hmm. all I've got for punk music, yeah. soundtrack to Repo Man. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> it's a pretty good mix. Yeah, but yeah, been to a warp tour too. Sure. <laughs> what what about like the Beach Boys? What about actual surf music? Did that come out it of kinda, it too? Or um, I don't know if it came out of it so much, but it kind of Scott kind of like takes a lot of either influences or takes a lot of the influences um, of a lot of that stuff. If you, if you're a very melodic kind of music and the emphasis, it, it's, it's punk rock kids who are also in marching band. Like that's, okay. <laughs> that's, that's the, the mashup. Yeah. That's the mashup basically. Okay. Cause you're like, well, we have, well, we have our trumpets. Yeah. Uh, but exactly. We want to chill out for a second. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's only so much John Philip Sousa you can, you can enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. Oh yeah. I, I have a bone to pick with Sousa personally because I played French horn in marching band and, um, sweet. Yeah. Pretty Excellent. awesome. Trumpet. Was, yeah. yeah brass, section. brass section. Brass <laughs> section. I made t-shirts for my, I was a uh, section leader and president my senior year. <laughs> well played. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> I won that democratically, so I was popular. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Worked out. Yep. yep. And Where'd I you made, grow up? Uh, in uh, Maryland, uh, right outside of Annapolis, kind of. All right. Have so, you had one of those soft shell crabs that people talk oh, yeah. about in yeah. the movies all the time? Mm-hmm. I've never had that. Blue crab was uh, hard shell was the first solid food that I ever ate, and it will oh. be the last. <laughs> <laughs> Feed this into my gumless, my gums, my gums. Okay, yeah, exactly. masticate it, and then like a baby bird. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That'll be it. When the crabs are gone, I will be gone. That's it. <laughs> the best thing in the world. Oh yeah. Oh, they're so good. Okay, they're so good. We'll get back. To yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. The uh, so, yeah the okay so with the Sousa what did Sousa mm-hmm. do uh, French horn parts and John Philip Sousa songs they you never get melody you never get anything you are basically just playing the downstroke the entire time it's are, are you counting measures seven two three four eight yeah. two three four yeah basically bump, one two three four that thing not even that you're just going to oh for the whole the thing. entire song oh, the yeah. entire song oh, yeah. it, it uh and I mean. When they're like five minute songs. They're five minute songs and then everybody's got like the piccolo. I hate piccolos, but like they have awesome solos all over the place. Even like your low brass has really these really cool like trills and like, yeah. And like this, the French horn is an amazing instrument. It's the wolf in Peter and the Wolf. Right. And that's why I started playing it. (laughs) It's one of my favorite instruments. It's, Mm -hmm. it's my favorite. Uh, it's, I think I like the, the French horn and Mm -hmm. the flugelhorn Mm -hmm. and I like the cello. To cello oh, the cello I think of the French horn as the cello of the breast. I agree. Yeah? I agree. It kind of okay. has that, uh, like, all, almost like alto range, because it yeah. can go high, but it also goes low, and it's... Yeah. 
And I, and I love a sax. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pro. I mean, I like a berry sax. Mm-hmm. I like a tenor, like a tenor sax. sax. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm pro sax funk. I was trying to actually learn tenor sax to be in a ska band for a while. <laughs> that was a thing that I was trying to do. Oh, really? Yeah. So just, you took tenor sax lessons or you just, um, grew up I just kind of and... figured it, was trying to figure it out. I borrowed one from a friend of mine and was actually getting decent, but then I just, didn't have time. It was right, one of those right. Things. It just we- weeded off. Yeah, and it, it's you know after I also played French horn since I was in like fourth grade. So having played for so long, it was like I know it's the same reason I'll never be good at piano because mm-hmm. I know music theory, so I know how this should be. You know, right. I just don't have the muscle memory, and like it just, just right. makes and it really frustrating. To, it's a lot like playing Halo and yeah. other games like that. You mm-hmm. got to commit fourteen hours first couple of weeks anyway yeah. to sort of get that muscle memory yeah, going, just to get it down. So sure. I was doing. I got like a couple scales and saxophones, and then like I just you know was busy around town for a while, and it was like I'm never going to have the time to actually be good at this. Right. And if I'm not good at it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So. My sister still practices the viola every day. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because awesome. she just she just loves it, and I. I play clarinet until yeah. high school uh-huh. because marching clarinet is yeah. lame. Yeah. You were one right. of 25 very lame girls. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if, unless you're really good at it, yeah. then you get the cool parts. But I was never mm-hmm. good at any of it mm-hmm. because I never practiced any of it. Yeah. And so I was always playing third, you know, third part. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so it was a lot of support, a lot, a lot of support vehicle going on. Mm-hmm. So once trumpet happened, mm-hmm. support trumpet is just fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's shiny in the sun. Yeah. It's a fun, <laughs> I mean, that's a fun brass section. If, if any people are listening and thinking about playing instruments like go brass or go drums like those are the fun i always drums had are fun i had a blast heavy. yeah they are but i had a blast with people in both sections like i just i love the brass yeah, section my friends were all from the drum section mm-hmm. and so and yeah. then yeah Me too. but uh <laughs> but i played so i played trumpet and then i played trombone a little bit but uh-huh. um i wasn't very good I never learned to read music until high school oh okay i just uh memorized fingerings oh, until high okay. school and then my sister one day who is the boss of me? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I think I must have been in classic ninth or viola tenth grade. player. Classic. She played violin at the time. Viola, oh gosh, in even the, more cliche, right? And then, but she played everything. Like once really? I started clarinet, she started playing my clarinet, mm-hmm. and then once I got my trumpet, she was like, "Let me, let me have that." And then yeah. she played French horn, oh, and wow. she played. She would play. She could play everything. She just wow. bought a piano that she's pretty proud of, and um, that's impressive. Yeah, she just loves to play music mm-hmm. and. She was, for a little while, she was in a klezmer band where she played the banjo. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, um, nice. that was weird. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, but one day, I don't know, ninth or tenth grade, she uh-huh. was watching me practice uh-huh. and she was like, you don't know how to read music. And I said, I'm, I'm playing the music, aren't I? And she was like, you would notice that. And I was like, I don't know. Like, and she's it's, like, it's three, these keys. Mm-hmm. It's this fingering. And yeah. she's like, we're done. We're done talking about this. You're going to be learning how to read music. And so she taught me how to read music. Yeah. At the late date of, uh, being 14 or 15. But F-A-C-E. it was good. Face. Yep. <laughs> yes, every good boy does whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't stick, but she did yeah. teach me for the uh, mm-hmm. remaining moments of my high school mm-hmm. years. Uh, yeah. so, so, okay. So ska music. So how'd you get into it? I got into it because growing up my, um, my, my brother, well, it's funny because that's the reason I got, I like, I'm a comedian too. Um, my, my older. B- uh, younger brother. Okay. I'm, I'm the oldest of the two. Okay. Uh, my brother was a, uh, semi-professional BMXer, basically. Um, bicycle motocross. Oh, right, right. Like we, my family owned a bike track. The only vacations we ever took as kids were we went 
to bike races so he could like compete nationally. So I just took CDs and Jim Carrey movies (laughs) and just like would just be in the van because I didn't want to talk to the rednecks of the track because I was like, "Mm, nothing's about me, is it? (laughs) Now I do comedy and everything's about me. Everything, the world, (laughs) you are the sun. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I, um, I had a friend that, uh, had initially told me about this band called Less Than Jake. And like, I just borrowed a couple of the CDs and there was the summer before my freshman year of high school. Um, but I had always listened to oldies growing up, like whatever my parents radio station, like that was, I listened to completely. So I went, I don't actually know a lot of, I know nothing about classic rock. I missed that completely because I went straight from like oldies do up into I only love ska music and like I Frankie to all Valley, of it. Kind of yeah. Connie Willis. Like. Yeah, I went fr- straight from that. Which actually, the transition is not that crazy because you know third wave ska has like a lot more. It's a lot faster and it's louder, but like there's it's got Sinatra and yeah, and Nat there's King melodies. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like melody and there's a lot of musicianship and a lot of great ska bands too. I mean, um, the guys from from Real Big Fish, they're 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 most of their horn sections, especially they sit in their studio as musicians whenever they're in town and they're you know i mean john their trumpet player like i'm good friends with him and he like does lessons for people he's played on a ton of soundtracks and stuff he was actually in uh the cable guy he's uh one of the (laughs) trumpet players in the medieval times scene excellent that is a jim carrey movie if i remember correctly yes it is (laughs) did you say did you email me that you had seen all of them i yeah jim carrey was like my other scott music and jim carrey like my two big things (laughs) because i have not missed the opening day of a jim carrey movie since ace ventura 2 it's tradition at this point all right yeah Yeah, it has to be at this point yeah yeah it has to be tradition because what is what's happening Uh, how's his career coming along um, Are you still following? He's still working, I'm sure. He's still working. The last couple of years, he's in the last year, he's done some stuff that I'm excited about. I think he went the kid movie route for a little bit, mm-hmm. but now he like uh, like this year he did Burt Wonderstone, which was he was it's real actually a really funny movie. What is it? Um, I've heard it of it. Was I didn't see it. Steve Carell and Jim Carrey basically as David Copperfield and Chris Angel in Vegas, oh. and it's 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 just it's like Anchorman. It's just full of jokes. It doesn't characters don't matter. It's just right. jokes, 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 jokes. You right. watch it, it's fun, and you're like, oh, it was great. Alan Arkin's in it. Right. I love Alan Arkin. Sure, nothing was, wrong with Alan yeah, Arkin. It was delightful. And then he was just in Kick Ass too. Okay. And uh okay. really, really good in that movie too. So I mean I'm hoping he's doing l- weird little bit parts. I'm hoping he's kind of just working his way back into adult comedies again. Right, right. I miss that from him. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Oh, because those are those are formative comedies when mm-hmm. you're a child. Yeah, yeah. I saw Overboard. Yep. And uh <laughs> and most of <laughs> and then a lot of old I saw a lot of old comedies when mm-hmm. I was a kid. A lot of Bob Hope, you know, the road yeah, movies yeah. and Bing Crosby and all that. Yeah, all that but stuff. I mean, good times, good times. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so you so grew up in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland. I would I mean my summers were spent on the road basically just watching my brother by Grace and right. me with like <laughs> with saxophones and trumpets in my head, just like walking around. Cause I just, I mean, I, I appreciate it now more, but like at the time it was like, I don't have anything in common with these people. I'm like the bookish kid that wants mm-hmm, to be reading mm-hmm. the entire time with headphones on my ears. So right. that they, ska bands kind of became my, my, like my thing like that, especially that first in high school, especially. I mean, one, I went to my first show, um, I saw Real Big Fish, Zebrahead, and, uh, Teen Heroes, who I don't think are any- together anymore, and Zebrahead doesn't do much, but they're 
Right. Awesome. Go check them out. Okay. They're kind of like a hip hop ska punk band and they're okay. They're weird, but they're awesome. I'll put them on your mix. Do they do a lot of, is there a lot of crossover? Do they do a lot of mashup kind of stuff? Skip. Kind, ska yeah. And hip-hop and yeah. They kind of and... tend to move around a lot. I mean, a lot of, especially like, uh, aerobic fish. They do a lot of, uh, 80s Are you saying covers. aerobic fish or oh, Rubik? real, real, real big fish, real big fish, real big, like R-E-A-L. giant fish. R E E L. Oh, is an zzz. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Mm-hmm. Real in a fish. Yeah. Like real big fish. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's a... I thought you were saying Rubik fix. Oh, no, no. (laughs) It's not a bad name for a band. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a better name than real big fish. (laughs) They know it, too. They are not... uh, I mean, it's a dumb name they come up with, and then they just stuck forever, and they will be the first ones to say it. You know, improv improv group names. Again, an improv group. (laughs) So where are they from? They're from Orange County, um... Less than Jake is from like Gainesville, um, the boss. Yeah, Gainesville, Florida. They have a song called Gainesville Rock City, which is like the anthem of that town. It's really sure. awesome. Um, the Mighty My Boston's are from Boston. Um, okay. Boston's. Right, so, right. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of from all over the place, but like the third wave ska music scene kind of started in Orange County and it was oh. real big fish. Sublime was kind of a part of it. They're not really ska, but some of their stuff kind of is. Okay. Um, yeah, I had never heard of Sublime until I moved here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and for, it was one of the first, Andy was like, what do you mean you haven't heard of Sublime? Uh-huh. And I said, uh, hey, California boy, yeah. you're, you're gonna hear your weird band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've never you. had a bratwurst, so <laughs> yeah. shut up. <laughs> and, uh, so. Is there avocado in this bratwurst? No. Yeah, there's no avocado. We, no. We're not allowed to have avocados. It's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. But, um. I was never a real big Sublime fan, just cause like they talk about drugs and stuff too much. And it was well, they're like, a mess. They, yeah. That, that guy was a mess. Wasn't Yo, he? completely. And, and there's two songs. I think I like mm-hmm. that Centur- uh, Centuri, uh, yeah. Santeria. Santeria. Yeah. Sure, that's the song I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. That one. And, uh, I think there's one other one, the, the, the riot song. Yeah. Uh, 1991 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, those are both, I mean, they got good a beat. The kids yeah. could dance to them. I like singing them along, mm-hmm. but they are not particularly positive. They're, yeah. yeah. No, they're really not. And are the lyrics mostly positive in ska? Um, I wouldn't say that they're positive so much as a lot of them tell, a lot of their songs either tell funny stories or make fun of the members of the band or okay. like they're really, it's loose. Yeah. I mean, especially Rubik Fish. Rubik Fish's biggest influence is probably Steve Martin more okay. so, more so than most of their Scott, the most ska bands. Like they're huge comedy nerds. Okay. Yeah. Like they, I mean, I, yeah, they're, they're from Orange County. They're from Orange County. They're like a, Obsessed with comedy. I mean, like they, I'm. Like, they're around. Yeah, they're around. Like I'm friends with a bunch of the guys in the band now, and it's funny because they used to. The lead singer used to come to my open mic that I hosted all the time because he just wow. wanted to see the process of comedy. Terrified him. I was like, you perform in front of thousands of people, right? It was terrifying to you, but it's it's like it's from it comes from the same place that they want to. I mean. I mean, musicians and comedians that come from such a similar background in a mm-hmm, lot of different mm-hmm. ways. And ska music even closer thing to comedy because it is a very funny self-deprecating art form, especially third wave where a lot of their songs, like some of Rubik Fish's big songs are about like being, you know, they have a, fun, a song called Sellout that's really funny. They have a song called We Are the Dateless Losers about them being <laughs> losers in high school. And, and it's like to... an anthem, basically. <laughs> and I mean, you also, I mean, you, you, you wear Hawaiian shirts and checkers and like cherry oh, dresses. Is that why you're wearing and... your Hawaiian shirt? No, I just wore this just because. Did you happen to own several Hawaiian shirts? Just happen to own a couple of Hawaiian shirts. 
I own uh, so much. You would think that I was a huge NASCAR fan because I own a lot of checkered stuff. Um, checkers are kind of like what? the unofficial mascot of ska music. Oh, really? Uh, in a way. Yeah, it goes back like to... Like a checkered flag checker? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like black and white checkers. Okay. Uh, like van shoes. Like a, a yeah. lot of kids just own vans. Like they make their money off of ska music. Right. <laughs> ska fans. Well, because I used to always mm-hmm. wear vans, but then I... Because I played hacky sack a lot. Mm-hmm. And... um that was one of my, I still play hacky sack. Yeah. It's a, I enjoy hacky sack. Nice. You, you ever play hacky sack? I'm not good at it. No, I no, wish no, I was I'm, better. I'm, I'm a team player myself. Nice. It's, uh, I'm not, I can't do many tricks or anything. I can yeah. keep it in the air, but that's nice. about it. Yeah. I like watching it happen. And then I like getting like one kick in and being like, okay, you guys keep going. I'm just gonna, <laughs> right. Just the bet. That's why it's nice when there's four people, four or five people in a yeah. circle. It's nice. Mm-hmm. You can keep it going. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the checkers kind of came about during second wave, uh, two tone ska, uh, kind of gets its name from black and white because it was a music in the UK oh. that helped bring uh, black and white people together too. Like that's what the checkers actually stands for. Oh, initially. okay. It's like a, Hey, this is, it's about unity. Um, mm-hmm. it's about looking past the colors of our skin. Right. And, um, just having a good time dancing, having um, a good time dancing. And the dance, so it, it mm-hmm. was, it was racial. Yeah. In the, initially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The two tone yeah. and, and that was the eighties or late that 80s was or? late seventies, eighties in, in the Brit in Britain. Okay. Um, the, what bands were those? That's like the specials and madness okay. and uh, all those guys. Okay. Um, yeah, their, their stuff's awesome. And a lot of their, yeah. And a lot of their stuff kind of tends to get into like the, the racial element of what was happening at the time. Okay. Um, and you know, they talk about a little bit about that. Like the, those values kind of have been transferred forward to third wave Scott. Um, sometimes some of their songs are a little bit more aggressive about it. Most of their songs about like, you know, let's all just not take ourselves seriously and be goofy. Right. And then people won't fight as much. <laughs> I don't mind it as a, as a, as a, as a, as a I don't even what you, as yeah. an anthem or as a, as a, as a modus operandi of yeah. how to live your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sort of. Don't worry about it so much. Just, yeah. uh, it'll be fine. We'll yeah. Do- just go, go dance a little bit. I mean, ska shows are the most fun thing in the world because you, I mean, you, there, a lot of people think that ska is actually swing music and it's not, but you can swing dance to a lot of ska music at the same can time. You? Yeah. So you have people coming out in full suits and little pork pie hats and like right. full on dresses and they'll just, just go crazy at ska shows. Cause, that's you, awesome. cause you can jitterbug or whatever. You can what, jitterbug. What do swing the- dance people do? <laughs> Something, but yeah, something like might that. Be a different episode of the Dork Force. Yeah, yeah. Swing dance people are doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't know quite as much about that. Uh, I've been. I've been but twirled seen, a few times, right? Yeah. And you've seen the. the but you've mm-hmm. seen the outfits. Yeah, so yeah. They oh, must, yeah. They must I've, be I've able owned to. the outfits. <laughs> Okay. I, oh yeah, I've I I have I have costumes that I wear to shows. Basically, I have like dresses and like. You, oh okay. Scotch shows are like an event. You put on, you bring out like your checkered suspenders. You bring it. You like wear wear the whole thing. You okay. wear as many checkers as possible. I know a lot of girls that have like made their own dresses. Sure. Um, you know, you find like yeah, weird kind of fun vintagey stuff like like the. 50s pinup hair has always been a big part of like dressing up for ska shows and stuff. Oh, really? Like yeah. the beehive and mm-hmm. all that kind of yep. stuff? And like, yeah, and the giant pompadours and like red lips and like oh, okay. Gwen Stefani's whole look is, you go to, you see a million copies of her <laughs> at ska shows I forever. I wonder if that's what Lord Corette is into. Do you know Lord Corette? I don't think He's so. He's a stand-up comic road guy. Huh. He used to live here for a while. Yeah. Uh, funny guy. Yeah. Uh, he, but he always has a pompadour. Maybe. He's always had a swoopy, swoopy haircut. I wouldn't and, be surprised. Yeah, it's either that or maybe it was like, like Beach Boys and stuff. Or maybe it was yeah. Rockabilly. Somewhere What's in there. What's the difference between Rockabilly and Ska? Um, just 
just the style. I mean, just because rockabilly beat, comes, or... just the beat. Yeah, yeah, just the beat. I mean, the, a lot of the 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 fashion sense is relatively similar. Rockabilly is a little bit more hard edge, like uh, your blacks and your skulls and stuff, and Sky's a little bit more like yeah, but then also throw in some crazy flowers and you know, <laughs> right? More Fonzie, less yeah. Uh, Jody and Josh. Let's wear a tie over a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! All right. Yeah, the the dancing that you do, there you, you can like swing dance and stuff, but there's also the Sky dancing is called skanking. Okay. Uh, it's actually called skanking. It's, it's called skanking. Yeah, right. That's what it's called, which was uh always hard to explain to my parents. Did that it I come was going before to... the word skank or after? Um, I, they're not related at all. So okay, because you're I, not shaking your ass. And no, 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 no. No, it's basically just like it's it's a more it's a less intense version of moshing to some degree. Oh, okay. Like you're not hit going after people, but you are just like dancing elbows up and like feet out on like the twos and fours. Okay. Uh, and like at Scott shows, there's always giant, uh, open circle pits of just like, people like getting to go in the middle and like dance and you get out. And it really is a cool community because everyone is usually pretty good about like giving you your space for a couple of minutes and you get out of the way and then somebody else gets to go in. Like they dance for a yeah, minute. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember in college, I went to go see, there was, there was a tour uh, for a couple of years called the Skies Dead Tour because people have always said, "Oh, Skies not even a thing anymore," but it okay. has quietly just been this awesome scene of music that's been around forever. Um, and uh, I remember the day before I had separated my shoulder playing Ultimate Frisbee. Okay. Uh, so I had like a, my arm was in a sling and I had drawn black and white checkers all over it. Yep. And um, I was like, I'm not going to not dance to the Voodoo Glow Skulls. <laughs> glow Skulls. <laughs> yeah, the Voodoo Glow Skulls. Really awesome band. I think, okay. I feel like they're also from Southern California. Sure. I don't 100% know about that one though. But um, And uh, I... Like was like ah whatever I'm on high on pain meds it'll be fine and right. they they stopped one of their songs and was like give the girl some room oh there she you has go. a sling made of checkers this the rest of the song is for you because you're really badass what yeah That's it was awesome. it was awesome like they're Scott bands are so good to their fans and they hang out afterwards and they like talk to you and stuff like how big are the venues like I mean um, is it usually just like three or four hundred people or two hundred yeah, people usually or? around that usually around that kind of, I mean depending completely it's kind of like the equivalent of um but they're not giant stadiums no, like, no 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 like, like uh, um you like uh, in L A the equivalent forty <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah exactly like out here like they'll play like uh they'll play like the El Rey or the Wiltern or the House of Blues is like the exact size okay. that most most like main fit about three or four hundred people mm-hmm. max so yeah. yeah so that's nice then mm-hmm. they can see you and yeah totally and they'll interact and like they'll like make fun of and riff for their audience like a lot of ska bands are fine with you coming up on stage and dancing with them and jumping off and stuff right, right so. as long as you're cool yeah exactly i mean i had my i, I had a friend i remember on warp tour um this first year that i went to warp tour uh, green day and um the mighty mighty bostones were on and uh okay. my friend Green Day? Green Day was on it. They're not, they're not a ska band, obviously, right. but like they were on Warp Tour. This okay. is, this is 2000, 2000 or 1999, somewhere in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is how little I know about music. <laughs> I used to get Green Day and REM mixed up. I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But, um, I remember seeing, um, going to see Green Day and Green Day's pit was crazy because at that point they'd blown up. They were 
right on that cusp to blow up. So it was a lot of bros came out just to see them and bros at shows are the worst because they just want to like kick and punch and get drunk. And that's what they think that going to like a show is. And it's like, no, this is about a community of people that love this band. Get out of my way. Let me dance. I'll let you dance. Like it's like, this is, we can, we can share the space. Yes. We're all, we're all solo losers that like this one weird thing. And then we've come together. I want bros to stop being bros and start being bronies. I would love that so oh, much. How much, how they would be yeah. so much more into rainbows and unicorns. It would be nice. Anyway. Have, you, have you had a brony on the show yet? I have not. I've been meaning to, oh, but I have, do you know a brony? I don't, th- I don't think I do. Oh, I think we do. I mean, I'm I, sure we know I'm one. I'm sure we know a brony. Yeah. And, uh, and we have access to a brony. If we have, if we know, if any bronies are listening, <laughs> Jackie, JackieCation.com. There you, there you go. go. Knock yourself <laughs> out. Um, but my friend Beth that was a, a warp tour with me, she, uh, she had like a backpack full. Of, she would love Green Day. She had like green dyed hair. She was obsessed with them. Cool. And she got like her backpack got ripped off during the show. I lost her for like two hours. I couldn't Whoa. find her. I finally ended up running into her like two hours later. And she had like, um, she had gone and like was like crying next to the Green Day tent because she was really upset because she gotten like messed up in this pit. Yeah. And the lead singer of the My Mad Boston's Dickie Barrett was just walking back from the show, like stopped and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Right. And she like kind of told him, and then he was like, "Come with me." And he like brought her to the like to their merch tent, sat yeah. down with her, talked to her, got her some water. Yeah. And then was like. Like what? And while while they're talking, he's just like quietly putting a bag of stuff together. And he's like, "I know we're not Green Day, but like, um, I don't want you to leave here empty-handed." And he gave her like a tote bag full of like my Boston. Yeah, just to be like, "Hey, I want you to have something to remember today by." Right. That's a positive. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. Such a ah, mm-hmm. what a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dickie Barrett. He's an amazing dude. He's um Jimmy Kimmel's announcer now. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's Jimmy Kimmel's announcer over at the over, over at the uh, Kimmel show. Yeah. Exactly. Dickie Barrett. Dickie Barrett. Yeah. Great name. Yep. It's a great name, Dickie. Yeah, he's a good guy. Shout out to Dickie Barrett for being a good dude yeah. and just sort of being in the moment. Mm-hmm. I totally. Mean, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, and that's kind of that like has always encapsulated for me the just the way that Sky's always made me feel because it is like this cool community that you kind of like comedy that you just immediately plug into when you find out that somebody else is a Sky fan. It's like, oh, okay, cool. All so right. who have you seen? Like who? Like, yeah. And a lot of the can you kind of recognize them when you yeah go you somewhere and you're them. like, ah, that person's probably yeah. What yeah. do they look like? Uh, their sideburns are longer than they should be. <laughs> But they're owning it. Yeah, exactly. They're probably wearing slip-on vans that they may or may not have insoles in based on how old they are, but they just don't want to let them go. <laughs> you know, a lot of shorts, um, but then also socks hiked up as high as possible. Sure, too high. Too yeah. I should have gone with an ankle sock, went with more of a knee sock. Yeah, exactly. Over the calf. <laughs> and then if it's a ba- if it's, if they're wearing a shirt that has like a dinosaur on it or like, you know, with then like a weird name all around it, you're like, oh, that's probably a sky band that I just don't know yet. <laughs> it's probably, what, it's probably what that is <laughs> that's awesome yeah because you know when you go to a comedy show mm-hmm. or anywhere near a comedy show yeah and you just see uh, people that aren't up but you're they're clearly comics yeah you're like you're a comic right yeah. and you're like yeah and mm-hmm. then you talk to each other about comedy yeah. you just sense like the it's the weird vibe of, yeah of oh you're you, you you have an emergency set list in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. In the hopes that someone falls over and you get to get up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Scott and a lot of Scott kids are like that too. It's like when I first moved out to LA, um, I mean, I, 
my co- my high school and college, all I, I spent my money on was going to shows. Like I have, my hearing is going to go bad because of it. Like I know that. Fred my- Armisen said that you can wear earplugs at, at at shows and no one gets mad at you. Yeah, I wish I had done that when I was younger. <laughs> I do it now. I keep earplugs yeah, on me now because you I go can to hear shows. them. Yeah, because you can fine. hear everything. It actually probably makes the banter better. And the thing about a lot of ska bands, a lot of ska bands have really good banter. Like a lot of them are really funny. Yeah. Like there's a band called the Aquabats that um, they're. You, you would actually probably love them. They're, they're these guys that, um, they dress up like superheroes. Excellent. And, uh, their whole, they just, their bits are they, that they are the names they are. There's a guy called, uh, uh Jimmy the Robot. Uh, there's MC Bat Commander and he's a guy that like wears a mask and then he draws on a little mustache every sure. time and he does backflips and, um, Whoa. they always have somebody come out at some point in the show dressed up like a, like a Super crazy villain. villain. Yeah. yeah. And they fight him with the power of radness. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just so silly and weird and, um, yeah, it's just, just yeah, feels good. It seems accessible. Yeah. What's the name of that one? Oh, that's the Aquabats. Aquabats? And they All actually right. have, they have a, a TV show. They had one season and I think they're working on the second season now too. And they're online or, or? uh, I think you, I think it's probably on Netflix. I knew it was on, I couldn't tell you where it was like on. Like G4 or yeah, something, something like that. Something no like worries. That. Yeah. What, uh, um, where'd you go to college? Uh, Drexel in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. And it was the perfect, like, going, I love being from the East Coast because, like, I grew up, uh, 40 minutes north of DC. And then by the time I moved to Philly, DC was three hours away. Baltimore was two hours away. Philadelphia was right there. Jersey was, like, right over the bridge. New York was close. Yeah, just Boston. So I would just, my favorite bands would come to town and I'd be like, I only have three days of classes this week. Right. I'm just going to do the coast because I just knew people in every city. And you can take a train and get there. Yeah, totally. it's easy enough. Yeah, and everything was so close that I'd be like, yeah, no, I'll I'll stop home. I'll go home for the night. I'll go down there. (laughs) Right. Do some laundry. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, yeah, that was that was the I mean that, that was the way. Like me and my friends like spent most of our college and our high school. You know? Wow. I mean that was that was it. I I love I love ska shows. I have so many just great memories of going to them and like meeting the guys afterwards because it, it's been it's been so cool to like meet a lot of these guys and be yeah. like oh we immediately click because right. you're as weird as I am. Right. You know, because it's like they, they are like punk rock marching band kids. Right. That like went with it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no, I, I get it. I totally get it. Right. Like We're going to be in a band, but I'm bringing my trombone. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to learn how to play the bass. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing this. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, um, so will you move here mm-hmm. and did you, are, are, are there, are they still, are they playing ar- around here? Oh yeah. Do you go? Yeah, yeah. I still go, um, I, I mean, I go less because of comedy. Cause sure. I, I, when I move you're working here, and trying yeah, to get up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's gotta be one of my favorite bands that has to come to town at this point. Like I haven't, I haven't really been seeking out new stuff that much anymore. If somebody, right. if somebody is like, you have to hear this, then I'll be like, all right, cool. Like, um, I, there, there's a band called Westbound Train that I just kind of started listening to a couple weeks ago or right. a couple months ago now. And like, they're really, really awesome. Okay. I think they're based out of Northern California, but, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a band called the Agrolites that's based out of Southern California and they're kind of like a funk soul ska reggae kind of mix. Right, right. Um, the lines blur all over the place. Sure. Are there any, are there, is it, is it mostly like nerdy dudes? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Most of them are super nerdy. There's like, but there are, are there nerdy lady ska bands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, they, less so there used to be a, right because i think it, yeah. I, it, it seems like a real nerdy dude kind of thing yeah. they're like we are gonna gather and do this we're yeah. bringing it well yeah i mean it's like the um i mean in roving fish like the the majority of the band is 
playing World of Warcraft on the bus the entire time. <laughs> right. Like that's that's what right. they're doing the entire time. Right. right. They are reading a book mm-hmm. or playing a video game. Yeah, and it's so funny because I'll 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 be hanging out with them and then they'll um they'll be, they'll be, they're still like little girls so like have seen movies of what groupies are supposed to do in the 80s and they're right. just like and they're like I I'm going to flirt with this guy and they're like we're all married and <laughs> Right. Do you want to hang you out? You have to find a new young <laughs> ska band and yeah. flirt with those gentlemen because yeah. they need to be flirted with. And they do. And, they do. Uh, I have uh, one and a half children. Yeah. So I can't. Uh, yeah. I got, uh, I, got, I got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's exactly it for a lot of those guys. They're like, I don't know. You're just, even if you I seem wasn't. nice, but you're 19. Yeah. 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 It's like we're 35. That's neat. That's actually neat yeah. that they're mm-hmm. kind of like grown up men about it yeah. too because they're like, we want to play music and we want to do this because mm-hmm. you can do, there's so many artistic endeavors that people mm-hmm. are like, well, you have to be fucked up to be good at it. And you're like, no, you no, don't. no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you can you be, be sane. Yeah, you can be. Yeah. Yeah. You could be the same jack, you know, you and, mm-hmm. and, but if you are a jackass yeah. and if you are a horrible person, you better be funny. Yeah. Oh no, you have to be the funniest. You have to be the funniest mm-hmm. horrible person ever or the most talented, you know, yeah. horrible person ever because mm-hmm. otherwise... You know, I yeah. mean, people always talk about how sad it is about Mitch Hedberg. And I was like, yeah, it was sad. And he was a yeah. great guy. Mm-hmm. But he was a fuck up. Yeah. And there was a reason why he passed away. I know. <laughs> he did it to himself. It's I mean, very, very sad. But yeah. he was genuinely funny. And I would hang out with him any time of the day or night. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it is not something that. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's, it's yeah. neat to hear about, you know, musicians. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be Jim Morrison. You no. can be, oh, fuck Jim Morrison. you can die. Yeah. yeah. You, you can die of old age. Yeah. Uh, exactly. In yeah, a hospital you can, bed. <laughs> you can live a life. You can let a person love you and yeah. like love them back. The whole yeah. thing. George Carlin died yeah. of old age. Yeah. yeah. Bill Cosby yeah. going to be dying of old age. Did you read that book? These are that, geniuses. Did you read that book that came out? Um, George Carlin, or Carlin's, uh, 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 wife um put together like a book of all of their love letters back and forth and Aww. it's really really sweet <laughs> and it's because i used to That's write post neat. they used to write post-it notes back and forth to each other and they had this like really cool language where they both called they both said that they were both from jupiter they were jupiterians and like yeah. they had notes to and from their dog that they wrote to each other and it's this really sweet silly book that you're like oh man like you see like the surly guy yeah. on the stage and you're like well, sure. no he's a, he's a person we're all he's a person and in, in, yeah in, I guess he's, uh, Kelly Carlin, his daughter, mm-hmm. is gonna be on Kira Sultanovich's. Oh, cool. She does a podcast that is about, um, uh, parents who are stand-up comics. Oh, interesting. And, and, and so she's had different comics on talking about having kids and yeah. doing stand-up. Then recently she had Kelly Carlin in of being uh-huh. the child of a famous stand-up comic yeah. or a working stand-up comic. And Kelly Carlin was like, you know what, like, I, and Kira was like, he, you know, he missed my first, this and he missed my first that and Kira was like that is disappointing so did my dad and he was a plumber uh and i'm like yeah so yeah. did my dad and he didn't even try to hide the fact that he was bored yeah he was like i can't i can't make it hope it all works out hope you win yeah H- have fun playing uh softball yeah well, no i, I spent <laughs> I, I spent my summers going to my brother's bike races and my right. parents would be like where are your marching band things They've seen me do stand-up once. My dad told me that I was a good public speaker. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I was like, I'll win a boardroom someday. Thank you. Yes. I can't wait. The the hilarity. How about she's... Was it screaming and and feminism? Yeah, it was uh, my angry feminist rant. Which is your angry feminist... I don't even... Do don't that. even think that's it. Yeah, that's I was not like, what we're talking about. Yeah, I was like, I'm talking about sharks, but okay. Sharks, <laughs> pro shark. Yeah. yeah. Anti shark, very anti shark. Are you anti shark? Terrified of them. I hate sharks more than I hate the idea of, um, distance space traveling. 
Those are two things. Really? I, I get into arguments with my boyfriend a lot. Um, well, not arguments, disagreements about whether we or not. We have discussions. We have, yeah, heated discussions sometimes <laughs> about, uh, about if, um, like intergalactic space travel were to become a thing, right. if I would sign up for it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, without, no, no, I don't want to leave the atmosphere. There's, you can't breathe out there. Right. That's where they keep space. Yeah. That's where they keep space. I've seen ways. What about going under the ocean? I don't want to do that. Right. Right. That's where the sharks are being kept. Yeah. I'm uh, terrified of sharks. I don't know why. I don't really have like a a personal thing with them. I mean, I never. Are you a big beach person? Loved it growing up. I still like going in a little bit. I prefer the Atlantic to the Pacific though because the sharks come closer over here. Uh, I prefer freshwater lakes, but that's because I grew up next to Michigan. Yeah. So I, yeah. I swam in the, and there's nothing in Lake Michigan that's going to eat you. No, no, exactly. Possibly the toxic waste left from the caterpillar factory. Yeah. But well, that's you, about it. You grow a third eye. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. who, who doesn't want walleye with an edge? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so a little perch that's mm-hmm. super sharp, mm-hmm. sharp. Um, so do, do you, so you wanted to be in a band, clearly. Um, to some degree, like, Kind of, I, I've always like liked the idea of it abstractly. Like I, I had a scholarship for French horn in college. I, okay, that's m- how you got on. Yeah, music was my first love. I'd always loved music and I'd always loved comedy. Those are my two things, but I think I, I loved music a lot. I, I never w- wanted to let that be my business. Okay. And with comedy, I was like, no, I, I can, I can get into an argument about this. Like, okay. I, you know, like I can, I can stand up for myself. Yeah. I'll stand up this. for myself with this. And with music, it was like, I kind of just want to be a hobbyist and enjoy it and okay. not, and not have any magic ruined for me. Right. And with comedy, it was like, I'm fucking up. There's not that much magic with comedy. Yeah. There's comedy a, yeah. Is, it's very, um, yeah. You know, I've been listening to a lot of, um, on laugh.com, there's, mm-hmm. um, it's one of the one of the dumbest websites as far mm-hmm. as trying to navigate it. But there yeah. on the left side there's a there's a list of different things and one of the things is on comedy. Okay. And they are CDs. You have to buy hard copies of CDs of comics talking about comedy. And I have the Phyllis Diller one and oh, wow. I just for my birthday I got the George Carlin one. Yeah. There was a Johnny Carson one. The Johnny Carson one is an interview from nineteen sixty nine where just some comic is interviewing him about wow. stand up comedy. And Carlin's being interviewed in 89. Uh-huh. Phyllis Diller, I believe Kelly Carlin is interviewing her probably five years ago. Oh, cool. And there's the Jonathan Winters one. I didn't, I felt like he must have been tired or something because mm-hmm. it wasn't that great. Yeah. But the Woody Allen one is great. And yeah. I quite now, I have a hard time listening to Woody Allen yeah, he's... read his own books yeah. on Audible. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried to listen to Without Feathers and he was reading it, but he was reading it. He must have just recorded it. Uh-huh. And he sounds super old, and all I can uh, think is, you married your daughter. And yeah, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to look past that. Yeah, like I, this, I know they've been married for 15 years, which means he's got to find a new person soon. <laughs> but uh, whatever. But uh, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's just, it's hard for me to, and it's, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, I know it's his life, and he gets to judge what, I don't know Yay. why I'm backpedaling. Oh, Woody no, Allen I, isn't listening. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck okay. Woody Allen. I also, I, I never watched a lot of Woody Allen movies growing up. and the old, I watched all of them. See, I never, my my parents are not, also not comedy fans. My dad's a really big sci-fi guy and action okay. movies. Um, and my mom likes the Bible. Uh, oh, does she? Yeah. Just, <laughs> good stuff. Just the hey, Bible. My oldest brother's reprinting a, a, his own version. He's, oh, there you he's go. He's got a real good, uh, he's got an angle, I guess. Damn. He must have a. Nice. 
It's all about marketing. It's all about <laughs> just marketing that Bible. <laughs> yeah, the Terry Cation Bible. There Knock you yourself go. out. That'll be fantastic. Um, but like I never really, a lot of classic comedies I haven't seen really that right. much of. So my first experiences with Woody Allen were watching um, like his, like, uh, the last couple movies that have come out. And I was like, oh, so it's just like some asshole in an art gallery talking about how great <laughs> New York is. <laughs> right. And that's and, just what they but felt at least like. when he was an asshole in an art gallery in Annie Hall, you were yeah. like, oh, he's sort of making fun of that asshole. Yeah. He is that asshole so bad right now that it's very hard. Um, yeah. I've opened up uh, a Dove Dark Chocolate. So mm-hmm. inside each Dove Dark Chocolate is mm-hmm. a Dark Promise. Ooh. And so you have to read them in a dark, dark voice. Renew our sense of renew. Oh, I'm sorry. It's hard to read. Uh, it's a little dodgy. Do you see? How oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's hard. It, the printing isn't good. It isn't me, rangers of the yeah. dark forest. Renew your sense of discovery. And uh, I'm going to do that by eating this piece of chocolate. I like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also opened one up. Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. Jesus Christ, that's the longest dark promise I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Oh my God. Oof. Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. Love, dove. Comedy, am I right? Just like the darkest. Up. That's the why dark. comedians are so happy all the time. Right, because we're constantly bringing joy. Just bringing so much sunshine. Just... How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, let's, let's... Five and a half years. Five and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you start here in Los Angeles? I did. All right. I did. I'm the one of the five that started in L.A. And I'm like an L.A. comic. Have you, have you done any of the road stuff? Have you tried to get um, out on that? any of that I've nonsense? Done, I've done like festivals on the road. And then I've gone like um, I was in Bridgetown last year and I went up to Seattle and I did like a guest set at the comedy underground up there. So like okay. I've done that kind of stuff. The one I, I love having started in LA, but like the one big problem with that is you don't, it's really hard to get any to get assemblance. Road work. Yeah. Of any kind. And you need the time and it's hard to get the time unless, yeah. well, cause I, people are LA comics are like, mm-hmm. well, how do I get to work the road? And I'm like, well, you gotta sadly from here, mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, Mr. Tribble and yeah. uh, you can do a Tribble run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Tribble, Pacific Northwest does yeah. a lot of one-nighters with eight-hour drives in between them. Yeah, Matt Champagne mm-hmm. just did his first triple run, and mm-hmm. he only did two nights out. Yeah, and he was like, "I want to do the road, and nobody's going to book me." So I'm, I'm like, "Well, what you have to do is you have to learn how you have to get the thirty. Yeah, and so he was hilarious because he yeah. te- he messaged me from the first night, uh-huh. and we we're talking at some some show here because mm-hmm. one of the beautiful things about Los Angeles stand up mm-hmm. comedy is that it encourages you mm-hmm. to write from a very unique perspective, definitely, and it, and and to write a lot of new material. You get held to a really high standard here, and I yeah. really love that about and, it, right? Because you mm-hmm. want it ups your game, yeah, easy, totally. Easy. So, mm-hmm. but what it does not do is it doesn't give you a tight 30 in crowd yeah. control skills. Yeah. Which is what a triple run will do. Mm-hmm. And so Matt, <laughs> first time out, Matt Champagne, who by the way hasn't been on the show in a while. Do you know uh-huh. what his dorkdom is? No. He has recorded every single message that he has ever received voicemail. Really? He has them all on tape. <laughs> That's amazing. For 30 years. And you're like, <laughs> why? And he goes, what do you mean? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I need something for the shelves. What, what do you mean, why? Uh, and I was like, well, there's the definition of a dorkdom. Yeah, exactly. uh, so yeah. <laughs> he was like, I so the that. first night, he's what he's doing is he's mm-hmm. featuring. So it's a two, with triple runs or two man shows. One person okay. does 30 minutes, the next person does 45 to an hour. Cool. As much as the market can bear. Yeah. 
what you do is you go into a sports bar mm-hmm. or a strip club yeah. or an eatery, a bowling alley or whatever, yeah. whatever's, whatever's happening yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And you go up to the bartender and you say, Hey, this is, uh, I'm, we're the comics. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to be standing on that piece of property over there <laughs> with a microphone, which is you've done a million times yeah, oh yeah. here yep. in Los Angeles. LA is but, very good at the creative comedy show. <laughs> right. So in this case though, there are seven career drunks standing yep. at the bar and then everyone from town comes. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to do in the yeah. tiny town that you've come to. Nice. So there might be 80 to 120 people hmm. come out to see the show mm-hmm. and they are drunk and, yep. uh, not always attentive, hmm. but there and okay. they're psyched that you're there and they're like, all right. Let's have fun. And so I get an email from Matt Champagne saying, if this is what the road is, <laughs> I'm never coming out here again. And I said, that is not what the road is. That is nope. a triple run. That nope. is something else entirely. Yeah. It is a different set of skills and you're learning them. Good for you. Yeah. And he said, well, I've set up the headliner. It's fine. He's doing good. And I said, well, then you've done everything you're supposed That's to. That's your I said, job. Did you do your 30 minutes? He goes, yes. And I said, then you get paid. Yeah. Uh, second thing. Yeah. And the, and so they're all pointing the same direction and mm-hmm. expecting stand-up comedy, which is all the headliner needs. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first night. Mm-hmm. And then the second night, mm-hmm. he emails me. He's like, Hey, I did better. It went better. And I said, and we're, I'm you're learning. addicted. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, I would, I've, I've actually been wanting to do this for a while because I, I don't, I don't get heckled off in LA. You don't, yeah, you don't work on crowd control or anything mm-hmm. like that here at all. And I like riffing with people. And I they like may not pushed. be heckling. Well, it yeah. may just be silent staring. Yeah. This and then you got to do your time. Yeah. And that's what you do. Well, I ran a show at um uh, uh a bowling alley in Eagle Rock for two and a half years. And it was called the 4 and 20. And it was. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And four people did 20 minutes each. Is yeah. that the deal? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Because I was like, because for that exact reason, I was like, I need to learn long form. There's three transients here. And that's <laughs> right. my audience. That's and it. if I make the three hobos laugh, if wheelchair Bob likes my jokes today. <laughs> We actually had a guy named Wheelchair Bob. <laughs> Bob enjoyed the nickname Wheelchair Bob. Uh, he gave it to himself. He gave it to himself. He said, Wheel- please call me Wheelchair Bob. Wheelchair Bob, uh, according to him, was um, a track coach in the Olympics in the 70s uh, that fell on hard times because drugs. Sure. Um, and then he was in a wheelchair and he would paint his nails during the comedy show and then draw pictures of trucks and give me pictures of trucks. All right. Uh, and that was every Tuesday for me for two and a half years. <laughs> and it, and it was, you know, I liked it though because it, it definitely changed my style in a fun way because I've, you know, a lot more conversational uh, yeah. on stage and, you know, you don't hold your jokes quite so sacred anymore because it's right. like, oh yeah, well I can, I'll talk about your thing for a minute. I'll come back and, you know, right. I'll, you learn like the weird quiet authority that you need to have, the like, yep. the whimsical authority that you have to have on stage or just right, like, right. we're all having fun, but it's my party. Right. <laughs> I'm, this is my time. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. We'll be fine. Exactly. So, I mean, I've, and I, that show just ended because the guy that owns a bowling alley is an asshole, but I really, you know. Well, the thing is about a two and a half year run at doing that kind of thing. Yeah. It's time to, you know, there's well, a time. place over here on, on Van Nuys Boulevard called yeah. Corky's. Oh yeah. And it has a bar in it hmm. and it would be the greatest place for a stand-up show. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to Corky's. I have not. On Van Nuys Boulevard, just south of Magnolia. Noted. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and they serve food. They're oh, open cool. until 11 p.m. weeknights and 2 a.m. on the weekends. Huh. And they serve food till they close. Noted. 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 And a full bar in with a mic stand because they have yeah. music most nights. Oh, okay. oh, I wonder perfect. if they have ska. They probably they might. I mean, ska bands pop up all over the place. You right. never know where the hell they're going to be. It's about, it, I mean, if there's 20 people in there, it's good, but it yeah. could probably seat 80. 80 oh, cool. people packed. 
So nice. it'd be a good one. Nice. It's uh so yeah. at Brandy at Brandazzle mm-hmm. on Twitter. At Brandazzle on Twitter. Do you have a Facebook dart? Are, are um, you open to Facebook or not? Oh, yeah, really? yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Facebook.com slash Brandy Posey. Brandy with an I E Posey with an E Y. People should see you do stand up comedy because I enjoy your stand up well, comedy. Thank you. It is uh, it is always an entertainment to thank me you. whenever you go on stage and talk with your joke hole. Yeah. I en- I enjoy it. It's um I have it 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 I got rid of my insomnia ironically when I started doing it. <laughs> Weird. And, and I, you're up late. Yeah, because I'm up late, but I <laughs> but I feel accomplished. So I go to sleep and the mind doesn't race quite as much as it used to. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I also, uh, I haven't been bored in five and a half years, which is probably uh, the greatest part about doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's something, folks. Find something that uh, takes yeah. away your ennui. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a first world problem. Yep. But we all have it. Yeah. Uh, there's 308 million of us. So we're fighting that good fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Brandy Thanks for me. This was so I fun. learned about Scott. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, Rangers. Take care of each other out there. Good day. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?